can you be number six? Number six, six, six. Yes. six. Okay, awesome. See, you're a six person. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. I'm low-key Satan, honestly. Perfect. <laughs> you're coming back for episode six. <laughs>
what were they worrying about? Yeah. Like, compared to, like, the schoolwork now. Mm-hmm. It's, like, so, like, easy and stuff, but... Yeah. One way that I will just like mentally prepare myself, especially for college runs in high school, is that yeah. it's just another level. Like once you pass one level, it's just a little harder. So just get through that level and just build up because it is a little difficult. You know, yeah. and I was very worried about being able to do the work in college because I was lacking certain skills in high school. But like you were saying, like people were kind of holding our hands throughout and helping us more. That's true. Compared to college, I'm like, uh, waking up eight o'clock. Well, for my school, it started at eight. That and then trying to do that in college failed. I remember I was like, I did um high school for four years, waking up at eight, not at eight, but like way earlier six to get a, um to an eight a.m. class. I can do it at college. No, nope. no, <laughs> no, can't. no. Even even getting to that nine a.m. class is a struggle. Yes. I'm like, wait, I need to wake up at like five to get to school at seven. Exactly. I would do my makeup in high school too. <laughs> I'm like the craziest outfit. That's so funny. Nothing has changed. I'm that one girl <laughs> at that 8 a.m. class mm-hmm. with a full face of makeup. I it. it looks good. <laughs> I, have, you. I don't know anything about makeup, so I'm kind of late in the game. One day I will start to learn, but that shit looks difficult to do. I think it's just a ritual now. Like, you know, most people wake up and in the morning, what you do, you stretch, you have your coffee that mm-hmm. like gets you going for the mm-hmm. day. To me, it's like makeup. If yeah. I don't, it's like look good, feel good. You know, that's true. if I don't have my, I just feel like I'm getting the day over with and that's get true. my done. Can that's you walk true. us through your makeup that you have on right now? Like Yes. <laughs> I did it, it kind of in a rush. So I'm wearing the Beauty Blender foundation. Oh, do you like balance. it? Yeah, it's really nice actually. It's the second time that I purchased it. And I was trying to do this thing where I was trying different foundations just to see which one like worked the best for me. Mm-hmm. And then I'm using the Kat Von D setting powder and Kat Von D eyeliner. I'm using the Kim Kardashian eyeshadow palette. Okay. I always say like, oh, I'm not gonna fall into this Kardashian type, <laughs> but I do. Here I am, take my I money. <laughs> yes, and I'm also wearing, uh, <laughs> <She didn't leave. laughs> I'm wearing a Chanel lip gloss okay. and a Chanel blush, and then just the chocolate what is it? Chocolate Too-faced? Soleil, yeah, Too Faced Bronzer. Okay. Yeah. And it's pretty, how long did it take you to do your makeup? Like an hour. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, an hour always. Wow. That's like always, I feel like I can almost explain the time too. Mm-hmm. It's almost like 15 minutes on foundation and like 15 on. And the foundation is like what you put all over. Like, okay. Yeah, okay. all over. And then like, I think what takes me the longest now is probably my foundation. Like everything else is really because I've been doing the wing liner for some time. Yeah, I like your wings. Thank you. It's on point. Yeah. It's a lot of practice, honestly. A lot of practice. I remember, like, I used to just wear eyeliner and that was it. Mm -hmm. And then when I look back at pictures, I'm like, God, what was I thinking? I didn't, (laughs) I wouldn't even do my brows. I would just have a fat, bold wing and I'd be like, what? No mascara. No no mascara, nothing. nothing. And I was like, what is this girl thinking? And then now, like, I have the whole, yeah, I have the whole routine down. A few of my friends who are really into makeup and their makeup's really good now. They say the same thing. Like when they first started, they're like, "Ew!" Like what the <laughs> fuck was I doing? Dude? Yeah. And then I started slowly wearing more, like more powder. And then I think it was like my junior year of high school where I wanted to get ready for Halloween, and so I was 
practicing by doing my falsies beforehand so mm -hmm. then on Halloween I can have like flawless falsies. Oh nice. Okay. And then I remember someone asked me like why are you wearing falsies to school and I was like oh I'm practicing for Halloween makeup and then it was after Halloween and I continued to wear them and they were like girl they just after stuck. Halloween and I was like yeah. I'm still practicing like now. <laughs> it's addicting. It really is addicting. Yeah, especially with lashes like I used to get eyelash extensions and whenever I don't have them I'm like oh it's like a different yeah, person yeah. now. Lashes is so important. I want to try those. Are those extended eyelashes or do you have just mascara? I have a strip, a strip lashes. Oh, okay. They're the Ardell Foam Ink. Are those hard to put on? No, not really. No? I think they're not as hard for me to put on either because I do them like every day. Oh, okay. You got them? Oh my god, used to them. Yeah, I used to it. It's a good glue too. Which glue do you use? Or which one? No, actually, I used to use one that Revlon used to sell, and then they stopped carrying it in stores for some reason. So my mom and I found a website where they like would sell them in bulk, and we would buy them. Oh, but nice. I recently ran out, but I bought one that was very similar. It's such a long story for it. <laughs> it's okay. It's perfect. And uh, it's called like Sonia something. Oh. It's, she's like at Target. I, yes, yeah. Target, Target. Sonia Kashuki or something. Yeah, Sonia Kashuki yeah. or something. She yeah. has a bunch of brushes too. Huh? Yeah, a bunch of brushes. Yeah, she has really nice lashes too. So that's interesting. Yeah, I recently uh, went to Mexico and every day I was doing my full makeup, wearing like the most extra outfit, <laughs> and you could tell the locals were just over it. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, "This girl, who did she think she is?" Yeah. Oh God. How was that? It was really fun. It was really really fun. My dad lives out there. So I get to visit him. I used to go almost every year to visit him. Mm -hmm. And then this time was my first time going in three years. Oh, wow. Okay. And I hadn't seen him in three years. And not much has changed out there, actually. But, yeah, it was really fun. That sounds... I want to yeah. go. I want to take a trip out there. Mainly to get, like, some... The first thing I want to do is eat some tacos, honestly. Yeah. I really want to order some tacos from Mexico. It's crazy because I've been going out there since I was, like, 11. Mm-hmm. And every time I would go, I, we would go somewhere different or do something new. But going this time, I felt like you never realize how cool those things that you did were, mm -hmm. or like how much you could learn in your trip. Yeah. Because after taking like anthropology in at Pierce, like going there and seeing that they have so much archaeology there, mm -hmm. and like you can learn so much about the cultures, and I was just like, I could have been acing this, you yeah. know. <laughs> So are you, do you think that you, oh, well, you did say, you mentioned how you want to get into business, right? Yeah, I might, yeah, I'm trying to get into business, because mm -hmm. I've only worked, actually, like, now that I think about it, for small businesses. Mm -hmm. Like, before my current job at the arcade, I worked at a boutique mm -hmm. in Granada Hills, and it was, like, small business, and it was really, really fun. It was a fun job, and once you build that, like, relationship with the owners, you just you know, you almost feel like that business is your baby. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's yeah. how I feel in my current job. Like, that business is my baby. And <laughs> I literally almost act like it, too. Everyone that walks in there, like, has something negative to say. I'm like, it hurts my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're telling me. I'm yeah. like, no, don't say that. <clears throat> but, 
Yeah, I think I want to do something along the lines of like fashion or clothing. Maybe open up a boutique or, Ooh, or do something. I'm actually taking the business class with one of my best friends. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so we want to like open up our own store. Yeah, that'd be nice. Thing. Yeah. I mean, you already tried, made that attempt. What what was the website? Was it that you can? Oh yeah, on Depop. <laughs> yeah, so. I was trying to do it on Depop. Yeah, it's it's just bad. I think one of the top sellers is Internet Girl. If you guys have yeah, seen. yeah, mm-hmm. she's like on top. I don't even think. Wow. Yeah, I know. I saw one guy, and he was just like, like honestly, like stereotype hippie, super long hair, really skinny, and just like he just found a bunch of vintage stuff. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, like was just selling it. I was like. That's like, how the girl from Nasty Gal started off. This is oh, really? So yeah, she she started off mm. just buying like thrifted clothes and selling it online. And she was just online only, and then mm-hmm. she started opening them up like shops. Yeah. That's super fun. I mean, yeah. you can still do it. Like it's never too late. I know. You know. I want to, but it's just discouraging at the same time seeing so many brands and so many people that are doing it. You're just mm-hmm. like, is that opportunity does that opportunity apply to me as well yeah mm-hmm. they're like what are they doing that i need to that's do that's true that's so. true and like a lot of times too a, a lot of these people like i'm not like i feel that a lot of really successful people online they're already in like a little mix of people who are already known yeah and that's yeah. how they were able to kind of pull that out because when you have like a stronger foundation of supporters yeah. like then it's easier for you to do anything yes mm-hmm. If you have the right like resources and you know where to find those resources, because sometimes I didn't, I don't even know when, where to start. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I think for any subject too, because even when I was in school and like last semester, I was really liking my anthro class and my sociology class. Mm-hmm. So I met with both of my professors and I like made a list of questions that I wanted to ask both of them. And just asking, I think one of the questions was like, where do you guys get your resources? You mm-hmm. know? And they were just like, oh, we just do this, we just do that. And I was like. How do you even know where to start, you know? Where do you start and find that opportunity? Yeah. But I think that's also, like, what people need to do is be... It's all about networking. Yeah. And, like, I would say, like, trial and error. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, you hear all these stories of people that are just starting out and, like, oh, I failed seven times. Mm-hmm. I failed this many times. So, I mean, failure is kind of inevitable. inevitable but, yeah. And, like, it sucks that it's going to happen, but you just have to, like, keep trying and keep trying. It's just, it's sad. I feel like I'd be so discouraged because, like, do I even have the time to fail? Can I afford to fail? You know, like, Mm -hmm. you put your life savings into your own business. Yeah, those are serious questions. The first time, it's like, how many more times am I going to have to keep falling in order for it to work out? Mm -hmm. You know? And that's the scary part about it is that when you say you fell once and you're like, okay, I'll try again, and you fell twice, yeah. and then you won't really know when the next time is going to be the good time. It's going to be working out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's like, wait, so I can't scary. tell if it's going to actually go well <laughs> or be bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you also can't let that fear stop you from even yeah. trying. Because mm-hmm. yeah. if you don't try at all, then it's like 100% it's, the it's same not going to work thing. out. Yeah. You know? That's true. So at least you have 50-50 odds and like yeah. as long as you work it and like eventually like for me what I want to do is like eventually get into like um, buying properties and stuff mm-hmm. and I like thank god like a lot of people in my work they also do it as well so I can just like maneuver my yeah. way around <laughs> yeah. or I don't know how like just eventually. 
And then another thing that I want to do is like a restaurant. Mm -hmm. So I have to find people that have restaurants <laughs> and just become their friends. Yeah. Oh, that's like, a huge hey, part of Become it. their friends. Yeah. Yeah, you could. You, you could even just go and work at a restaurant for fun just to see how they run things. Oh, yeah. You know? Because yeah. I had, I think my boss, one of my bosses did that for one of her businesses. Like she went and she worked for another small business that, uh, like had a really good reputation because she really wanted to see how they ran things and she took a lot of things just from working there. Yes, yeah. yeah. You want to just copy their model in a different way. Um, I worked at Chipotle and Panda and then especially with Chipotle when I started doing my manager training, I would jot down a lot of the things. I took like their yeah. workbooks home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, you know, all these little things like what is okay, what's not okay and stuff yeah. like that. So when I want to open or if I want to open a business that deals with food, I have these notes, you know? That's so smart. And then, like, I'm trying to learn Japanese right now. Uh -huh. So, yeah, I take notes, but then I also kind of put them in a way that, say, one day I get, well, when I get more um, advanced in my Japanese, yeah. I can just turn back to my notes and turn it into a workbook or something. That's so smart. <laughs> like, yeah. little ways like that. Just copy the way that you're, like, like you were saying, you go around the people who have these houses, mm -hmm. and hopefully you can get up into there yeah. and just start doing yeah. what they're doing. That's so true. That's really true, actually, because even my first like job that I had, I worked for BB before they closed them down and mm -hmm. they went to online only. Okay. And that was an hourly plus commission job, oh. and so they they had like a whole like training video and everything was so perfect and like all of my sales experience I literally got from that job. Oh, cool. And I didn't even work there for very long. I think I only worked there for a few months, and then I started working at the boutique. Mm -hmm. And. It helped me work really well at the boutique, and then at the boutique, since they were a small business, they showed me a lot of things about like having your own business mm -hmm. and like the way that they reached out to customers. Because when you're working for a big corporation that's like relying on those on those commission sales against a small boutique that is more focused on reaching customers yeah. and like getting a good reputation from the customers mm -hmm. and making sure that they're like satisfied. It was nice to see, to make that comparison, mm -hmm. and I realized as well that when I was more focused on paying attention to the customer's needs and mm -hmm. listening to what they wanted, I made more sales than when I was just focused on making a sale. Making a sale, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that was really interesting to. And that does with a lot of marketing too, because I mean, marketing yeah. you have to be able to know what your customers want. So exactly. when you're having that like intimate time or really caring about your customers, mm -hmm. you're marketing your products in a good way, and then that brings exactly. in more people and loyalty to your brand. Yeah. See, business. I I love business. I think it's very fun and interesting. I mean, I learn it. I love it because I'm I um, study it. Um, at my university, yeah. but I do want to apply what I'm learning in real life and actually start getting my hands dirty. And going back to like being afraid to fail, always starting small and then fail, and probably failing smaller yeah. can probably get you ready to when you start dealing with big stuff and That's big risks. That's true because seeing seeing the way that my bosses my bosses have handled big problems when it comes to their business or someone like doing something. Like, they handle it with so much grace. Mm -hmm. And you know, me being like a millennial, I'm just like, what the hell? <laughs> I fight them. I'll fight them for you. Like, what do you need to do? I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's go. Let's yeah. go. Um, so just seeing the way that they handle things is a really good example. Because mm -hmm. I hope I can do things as gracefully. And, you know, if I do start up my own business, how am I going to handle bad 
talking and because it happens people oh, yeah. do it and people that are close to you do it and it, and it sucks the mm-hmm. one thing you least expected mm-hmm. yeah. we have a lot of that in my office because before it was like a not it was a family-owned real estate company but yeah. then they switched into century 21 but still the same people are like 90% of the same people are still there yeah but you see a lot of the people that have helped them out and like they'll make like issues over like the fridge uh, on like the on one of the like offices and stuff and they just make but like the owner he just has to let it go and mm-hmm. like keep going about his day because he's yeah. worrying about like a hundred plus real estate agents and if like he lets every single issue get to him like he's never gonna get anything yeah exactly. yeah that's very true yeah. he's not gonna get anything done at all mm-hmm. they're just like happy and like living their life and then like that just attracts more and more good things mm-hmm. it does it attracts good things and bad things too, though, because yeah. sometimes people like envy that you, oh, you know, enjoy absolutely. yourself so much, and they're like, "What the hell? Yeah, there's yeah. no way he's that perfect, or there's no way she's that perfect." You it's know? always bad talking. It's like, oh, he's like sleeping with his secretary. Oh, he's sleeping with the receptionist. Yeah. Oh, this isn't that. Oh, he works too much. He doesn't have time for his family. You yeah. know? So it's yeah. Like, yeah. He gets a lot, a lot. To of make that, them too. feel a little better about themselves, it's like yeah. because I'm not doing as good as him. It must mean that he's doing something that's worse than me. That's so, different, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. In order to get there. Yeah, yeah. That's so true. It sucks. Because I know, like, my family has been in real estate forever. And, like, thank God they're, like, really good in the company. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people hate them. Like, hate us. They're like, oh, no. Like, they do this. They do that. Like, no. Instead of, like, hey, like, I'm a copy what they do so I can have the same production. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know? That's such a good observation is, like, you don't always have to think that way you exactly. can always think what can i do so exactly. that i could be just as good as that as that, as that person mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be a competition like exactly. you don't have to be competing you know yeah, yeah i agree and i just i don't know i just always think like leave try to leave your doors open because you never know who you're gonna need for like in the future exactly. or like you never mm-hmm. know maybe you, you're not gonna do business with them or like but they might know somebody that you're gonna do business with yeah. you know That's so, so true. yeah yeah, that's really true. I always try to like live my best because of that too. Because I'm like, I never know what opportunity I might get. <laughs> exactly. It's never it's too so late funny. to be cast in a Hollywood movie. <laughs> it's never too late. Never too late. Never too late. Are you Are you interested in like acting and stuff? Like that? I had a really big phase where I was so interested in in acting and being an actress, and I don't know what I don't know what stopped me from wanting to pursue that dream. I think it was just feeling nervous mm. I felt like I would be nervous on stage or I would feel a lot of pressure but I was really good at crying on command really yeah I could cry on command like at any given moment <laughs> my parents did not trust me they were like no girl not this time can you still do that no I think I lost it maybe I can cry now <laughs> Because during my spring break, I kind of want to make a short film uh-huh. or like record a video, and I need an actress. Oh, so okay. I mean, if you're if you're interested, like I'm still like finalizing everything, but I want to like make a short film and then have it. Bro, I got you. I'll just remember all my past traumas. <laughs> <laughs> Those tears will come all down. All the bad experiences. <laughs> like, oh wait, don't even worry. <laughs> 
so it's like it's a very loose script like i mean there are words here but i kind of mm-hmm. like in the moment want to explain like what's going on yeah. so you can kind of feel to it but once i have it all typed up and everything like that and you're interested i can email it yeah, to you yeah send me the script and i'll then, read over it okay cool and if that sounds interesting to you then yeah definitely go for it <laughs> girl i love dressing up and doing anything that makes me feel like a different person so. oh nice that's perfect <laughs> that's so, yeah it's always fun and if it's a it's a couple, it's based off of a couple. So if you're if you feel more comfortable doing it with your boyfriend and he wants to be a part of it, <laughs> then, you, then you guys can be the two oh, couple. Gosh. I'm just because like I know it's yeah it's a couple based thing. So I'm okay. gonna need a male. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe I'll see if I can find someone who'll be down. Yeah. And if not, yeah. I'll get paired with whoever I get paired okay. with. Okay. Okay. Cool. As long yeah. as you're comfortable with it. Yeah. yeah. I know. So <laughs> She steals the show. Like, this is her show. <laughs> She's, She's like, like every single episode. <laughs> and, like, sometimes she'll just be walking around. <laughs> That's hilarious. Until we have to lock her up because she's too annoying. She'll have to come to the office when we get that studio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to miss them so much. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know what I want to do. Like, I felt like by now, I remember thinking when I was in middle school, like, when I'm 21, I'm going to be out of my parents' house and... I'm gonna be doing so good, and here I am, 21, undecided major, like <laughs> still living with my parents, helping out, mm-hmm. with my, of course, a little bit, yeah. but at the same time, just like I just want to be a child again, <laughs> have that time, yeah. Yeah. you know. Oh, I wish, gosh. I wish. I know. I always thought like I've always had older cousins, and I'm like, oh look, they have their life together, mm-hmm. this isn't that. Like, yeah. oh for sure, I'm gonna be 18, moved out, this isn't that. It doesn't work that way for everyone. I guess you do things at your own pace. Yeah. I rushed the move out um, because I I was really like, I want to do it, I want to do it. And I did it. And I mean, it was an interesting experience, but it was very, very hard. It was very hard. And now, right now, um, I'm living with, well, yeah, I live with my mom and my brother. And now after having that move out experience, I'm like, I don't mind it because it's cheaper. Yeah. So we can kind of all work together. <laughs> my brother's about to be working soon. He's going to go to college soon, getting that financial aid that can help with rent. Like, yeah. we can keep it to where it's cheap because it's getting more and more expensive. And then when you're dealing with other people and roommates and then you're dealing with money, like some people are short yeah. on money. It's just like a mess. It <laughs> is. It's, you don't want to be living with someone that's unreliable. Yeah. At all. Cause that's what like, I'm most scared of. Because it's like, what if I move out and then I make my mom like live somewhere smaller and then I can't pay it? Then I'm like, my credit's yeah. fucked up and I have to go back <laughs> home. Like, I just think of yeah. everything and I'm like, oh, it's really stressed. stressful. It's mm-hmm. a stressful thing to think about. Yeah. Like, I don't even know. Like, I've switched so many things. I was like, okay, I want to do this. I, I wanted to work for preschool. And then I went from that to wanting to do makeup because everyone was like, you're so good at makeup, like do makeup. And then I went from that to thinking, okay, I want to be a professor. Mm-hmm. Like, and then I went, I'm just like changing, changing things so often. And I just feel like I should have a general good idea of what I should be doing, you know? Before. Yeah. yeah I, See, like I mean, that, that, and that's one thing that kind of yeah. sucks because that's how I feel too. Mm-hmm. Like you kind of have to know what you want to be. You have to have a career so, so you can work for it yeah. instead of... Because, like, for me, I just know I want money. I want the experience. I want to have, like, yeah. live life to the fullest. Um, even at this point, I still don't technically know what I want to do. I know I want to I want a business. I want to make money. I want to travel. Like, I know, like, the broad things. But just, like, to narrow it down, I feel like it's very difficult. And a lot of people who 
like started off with like, yeah, I know what I want to be when I get up, get um, older, and they become what they want to be, and they realize yeah. like, you know what, I actually kind of don't want to do this, but fuck it, like I feel like I put my whole life I'm into this. Here. Yeah, and that's why I think I wish I really do wish that I could fully immerse myself in my subject at school because it's like I feel like it would really help me narrow it down, mm-hmm. and then sometimes. As much as I appreciate having professors that are mindful that, you know, obviously their students are taking other courses and probably work full-time jobs, so you can get those teachers that are very charitable with mm-hmm. grading. Mm-hmm. It's like, I want you to help me, you know? I want to see if this is if this is a subject that I like. Yeah. I want to experience the difficulty so that can help me decide if I can even stick around when it yeah. gets difficult, you yeah. know? Yeah, I feel you. It's like... It's good to learn all the good things about a topic, but it's also good to see where you're going to be struggling. That's true. Yeah. That is very true. Yeah. I don't know. What, have, what classes have you taken? You said anthro and sociology. I've taken like... anthro, sociology, women's history. I did French. Oh. That was really fun, but <laughs> I still don't really learn, like know how to say anything. And I took French at uh, 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 two. Dude, I took three years. All I know is Gemma Pell Marie. <laughs> all we did in that class was watch Ratatouille. <gasps> oh I know. No one I, I had a couple people in that class that we knew. I had Mira, Stephanie, Rafiq, and Tanner. So we would all just like be there and then we'd be like, oh, it's Simon. All right, cool. There you go. Because yeah. he knew a little bit of French. So we would just all copy from him. Oh my goodness. That was our three years. Yeah, no one ever believes me when I say that when I took French in high school, I was literally just watching Ratatouille every day. (laughs) (laughs) For the teacher, that's a little racist, but whatever. She was such an That's really what we did. (laughs) She was so mad at life. Mm, And when she laughed, it was like, (laughs) like really Dracula. Yeah. 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 Oh, God. I got kicked out of that class. For reading. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you I mean? I was just reading a book when we were watching the movie. We, we were watching Ratatouille, and I was like, "Dude, this is the third time that we've seen Ratatouille. Like, I need to, I need to do something engaging." And I was reading, and she's like, "You keep reading that book. I'll send you to the dean." And I'm like, "I'm sorry that I want an education." <laughs> then yeah, I got sent to the dean, and I got along with the dean, so the dean was like, "It's fine. You're, you're cool. Don't even worry about it." That's what that is. <laughs> Let me kick her out because she's reading. And they're like, what? Yeah. You got kicked out for reading? And I was like, yep. And they're like, sit down. Just <laughs> Watching the, the same movie three times. That's yeah. So was it even in French? Did she have it in French or was it? Yeah, I think we, no. Where, did, would we watch it in French or English? I think Honestly, we watched it in I want to say we watched it in English. <laughs> she, <laughs> she can't even remember. I can't even remember. And there was a lot of like cooking videos too. Yeah. And then the Coco Chanel movie. Yes, Coco like, Chanel. It was a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. It was fun. That's cool. <laughs> it was high school. I think how much can you really learn in high school? That's true. Yeah, I know. You either get those teachers that really, really care or the ones that just are like I've had I rem- enough. Uh-huh. Yeah. I remember oh god, eleventh grade I took A P psych. Mm-hmm. I don't remember his name, but he was like the coolest like perfect like teacher. Yeah. And he was just so into it and so nice and everyone was like, Alright, yeah, like let's <laughs> study psychology. And I remember that was like the only class that I really I probably learned. Enjoyed. Everything else was yeah. like Yeah, no. 
and I had, and I was just talking about this the other day, um, 12th grade, our, like, art project, mm -hmm. we ended up, um, at the Getty, like, mm -hmm. our art project, so that was really cool. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Like, they put them mm -hmm. at the Getty Center? Oh. That's mm -hmm. really, really cool. Yeah, so. Did you guys, what was it, like, you It was, it um, okay, so we worked with an artist, it was Barbara Kruger, <clears throat> and then we did... It was like you each got a letter or something like that for an overall message. Yeah. And you just did, like, a, you designed your own to represent, like, what, like, suffering and pain and, like, oh. kind of thing. And I remember ours was, like, handicapped. Mm -hmm. So we did it, mm -hmm. like, for a bunch of things. And I'll try and bring up a picture. But okay, that sounds cool. Everything together was, like, there. That's really cool. Yeah, Chasenko is really good with art. Like, I remember yeah. when they had the little art show in the. She's like a child um, 
Giselle, she's a child development, and like she wants to be like kind of therapy for yeah, little kids. And I'm like, dude, like I'm your patient. You're tra- you're practicing loving. <laughs> <laughs> Please, yeah, yeah. help me uncover those past traumas. Yeah. <laughs> like she'll call me randomly. Like I'll like she'll call me and be like, hey, what's up? And then like we'll end up talking about her past and like how it was yeah. living when I was like five years old, or and like cool. and then like we'll end up crying on the phone. Oh. <laughs> and we're like. Dude, I had no idea we were going to talk about this. <laughs> it's like, yeah. me neither. It's crazy the phone calls that you least expect always be end up being the longest ones. Yeah. That, like, you say so much. And I was like, yeah. wait, when did we start talking about this? I agree. I agree. This is crazy. I don't know. I wonder how it's going to be seeing everyone again yeah. together. Yeah. That's true. Seeing everyone together. And it's like, do I have anything that I can be really proud of? <laughs> I want to have accomplishments, you know? I, know. I, asked, I actually asked one of my professors, I was like, what was one of your biggest accomplishments, like, pursuing the career that you did and, you know, teaching the subject? And he was like, damn, I don't even know. <laughs> and I was like, okay. I love he kept it real. Yeah, he kept it real. I was like, okay, I'm, I have 30 I years that. to go. <laughs> 30 years of procrastinating yeah. to go. Oh. I mean, does anyone really know what they want? Because you see a lot of people, like you said, like, what they wanted and always yeah. did it and then they're like oh I hate my life <laughs> I know yeah I have some friends that have experienced that and it's crazy because they're friends that I've also been like oh my god I wish I was more like them I wish mm-hmm. I was more driven like yeah. them and then they're like not worth it girl like not worth all that yeah. sacrifice I feel like what is the sacrifice for you know and exactly. it's just like people who get their degree and feel like they don't even deserve it mm-hmm. you just feed through school yeah. it doesn't feel like it but it feels like you just feed through school really because like I said just not being able to really take everything from those subjects that you're learning in yeah. school yeah. And that's one thing I'm um, this semester I'm trying to really work on is getting into my education like reading actually the yeah, books and yeah, getting yeah, all into it but like it can get because there's so much and there's all this other stuff yeah. it gets very stressful and it's hard and I'm like oh like I have this like two or oh, I have a test on Monday and I have another my first exam later on this week and that exam later on this week is based off of five chapters. But once again, I'm really trying to learn it and read the chapters. I'm only on chapter yeah. four. So it kind of sucks because of those deadlines. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, you got to get it done by this time instead of now I'm rushing to learn it. Yeah, that's so true. And then there's, there's times where even if you have too much time, you just forget about it. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, wait, I was supposed to do that. Yeah. And I actually <laughs> had enough time to learn it, too, which yeah. makes me upset. Yeah, definitely. I think it it's just... A hit or miss with professors like you either get a really good professor or someone who's just bad and mm-hmm. if you get a bad professor that makes it even harder to learn mm-hmm. anything and I used to be like I'm not gonna try to rate my professor but no now I'm all about that yes. like, oh, you yeah. have a bad rating I trust that I trust that we were say lots of rating better study I'm like uh-oh <laughs> they should have like an app like almost like almost like a tinder app for students and teachers like if you ma- if you match you take their class oh, and if you don't <laughs> that's so like put, put your availability put the like, amount of work i'm trying to do let's think about this let's think about this you would go into the app you mm-hmm. would put your availability mm-hmm. and then you would put the courses that the you want to take that interest you and you would put 
the type, the, the type of learning, learning, the type of learning that you like. Are you hands on? Do you like 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 oral, like um, like lectures or, or yeah. powerpoints or experiments? That's true. That would be a good thing to mm-hmm. add in, and then your minimum required rating mm-hmm. for a professor. So just filter it out. Yep. And then if you guys match, you match. And if you don't, <laughs> they don't have a they don't have an option to choose if you want to use a student or not. Yeah. We swipe. <laughs> they're, they're just there, and we're choosing. Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh god. Yeah, that's an interesting idea, actually. Maybe let's pitch it. Yeah. Like sell that idea. No, then they'll, then there's gonna be those poor professors that don't get anybody in their yeah, classes, and then good. end up without a job <laughs> or something like that. That's gonna be, be overload classes yeah. and the professor is like waitlisted for like semesters and semesters oh my god that's true that's funny yeah. that's so true they should have something like that though. that would be an interesting idea yeah. so many apps for dating and none of them for choosing professors. good professors under <laughs> four to five years maybe even longer please make my money and my yeah. time worth it i agree i agree and i'm not willing to pay extra for that app it better be included in my mm-hmm. tuition i used to be so bad at paying attention because it was so hard for me like i i don't even know i might even go and see if i have a disability or something because at some point at some points it feels like i have such a hard time really like listening to my professors but what i try to do now is just think like okay what can i take from this from what i'm learning and how can i apply it to my life or something relatable that mm-hmm. i didn't remember and then i try to think what if i needed to teach this to someone else yeah how yeah. would i teach this to someone else okay. and that helps me like so much because then when i'm going back on my notes i'm like teaching myself how to do <laughs> it i'm like i need to do it because sometimes you just don't have time for tutoring like i don't have time oh, yeah. to go to tutoring mm-hmm. and like i don't think i've ever gone <laughs> I, yeah. i've gone when i've had to go yeah like that's the king true. slip okay. and oh, okay. like have to turn it in and like say that i actually went but and it's it's been helpful like the tutors are good and i'm yeah. happy that we have them but it doesn't always work with my schedule one thing that's i'm um doing this semester as well is that like well, before I would kind of like leave the reading after the class and after yeah. we go to the lectures, but I'm trying to like, even if I just skim through or something, that helps me a lot because at least mm-hmm. instead of um, trying to learn everything right there and then, I can interact in the conversation because I'm familiar a little bit about the context. Mm-hmm. So when he's talking about it, I'm like, okay, I, kinda, I know what you're talking about. And then I can bring in like more opinion based. Because I went to her sociology class yeah. and I felt like um, I took a lot out of that class because I didn't have to worry about having to really learn or memorize what's going on. I was just able to have a conversation. Yes. So things really stuck with me more. So that's been helping me because now I can hold a conversation about what we're talking about. Yeah, it's good. A lot of people don't know how to engage in academic discussions and have an actual well thought out opinion or yeah. be able to say like, you know what, I don't know enough, I can't continue. Yeah. It's good to take those skills from school. And that's one of the reasons that I actually like school because it helped me how to do that before I was so bad. And you know, sometimes it's it can feel a little intimidating to have a conversation with someone who obviously knows a lot more mm-hmm. than you do. Because then you want to sound a little smart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and then you're totally saying something wrong. And then, yeah, yeah, especially that someone is someone you find attractive. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, people, I love those teachers that really know like the importance of teaching controversial topics mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. having their students actually engage. Because I get that it can be scary if, say it actually goes out of hand in class and like someone says something wrong and it offends someone else Mm -hmm. but either way it's still really a good way for 
people to take that in yeah. and make observations and say like okay this is what i don't want to do in the future mm-hmm. like this is what i need to avoid that's or true. this is what constitutes a bad argument and yeah. this is what constitutes a good one that's true you know it doesn't always have to be like offensive like sometimes it's good to listen to things that you don't believe in yeah, yeah. why you don't even believe in it you yeah. know i like listening to those like a lot because then i'm like what if you do change my mind or what if you do bring <laughs> up like good arguments that i'm like oh i was wrong you know yeah. like, like i i feel like i'm not i'm not too proud to be like all right my bad like exactly. i was wrong like i had the wrong information or i interpreted it this way you know and that's yes. why i thought this but, and it's good to be yeah. like that. And even if you do disagree with someone, you don't always have to have a bad like fallout with them afterwards. You could come to a good agreement. Absolutely. Of your, like, you could still listen to their argument, and it could still be valid. And you just don't have to agree with it. Exactly. You know, it could be a good yeah. conclusion. It doesn't have to be a clash yeah. where you're fighting exactly. against each other. Yeah, I agree. I love debates. I feel that like, oh, I no longer have that. I mean, one class focused on debating, but. That was so many years ago, and to be able to debate with someone, I feel that's something you kind of have to learn, because it's all about delivering the argument and taking it away that, uh, if they don't agree with me, I don't have to get angry with them, or their point's not, like, wrong or anything, that's a skill, because people are just so, like, in tune with their ways only, that they will flip really quick if you disagree with them. That's very true. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good skill to have, a skill that almost everyone should have, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> especially if you're going the business route like oh, let's yes. say you have like mm-hmm. five business partners and everybody's like different directions or something yeah you can't start yelling at each other because that's no. gonna get absolutely nowhere you have to like be able to like get everything down yeah. like reasonably and then be like you know what okay i'm willing to give up this part or let's like you know like work as a team yeah like a lot of people like you were saying like um they're like too proud and they're like no like it has to be my way like mm-hmm. this this and that and it's like, all right, like we're not gonna get anything done then. Like, yeah, have it's nothing. not even worth. It's not even worth arguing at that point if they're not gonna take anything from the argument. You know, like it's good to know how to compromise. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you don't always have to be a compliant listener. Like, it's okay to have your own thoughts and it's okay Absolutely. to be challenging, but uh, do it the correct way. Mm-hmm. Always respectful. Yeah. Always like mindful. And then like give everybody like their own like time to speak. And then it's like, all right, this is my. Yeah, <laughs> this is, I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> it's know? my turn now. Yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. That's crazy. Yeah, there's always like topics. Like I've now because before I was a business major too, uh-huh. and it was a bunch of like math and business things, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. But then now I switch majors, and I'm like, woohoo! Russian literature, oh. gender <laughs> women studies. Oh, like, that's awesome. Sociology and all these things, and now I'm like, oh talk about the existence of god like no i don't believe because of this i do believe because of that you know yeah it's just, it gets me hyped i totally understand and it's and it's nice when you discover that you actually enjoy talking about those certain things it's like there's topics that i was scared to talk about yeah. you know and like sometimes even even just the whole conversation about being able to say like hey i stand with my fellow women but i'm not an extremist mm-hmm. and you know there's a lot of like hypersensitivity now oh, absolutely. and everyone has to be you have to be really good at gauging the person that you're talking to yeah. and being able to it it sucks but like walk over eggshells sometimes with certain people that you talk to because you just never know and there's always those people that like explode when yes. you're the wrong thing those oh, trigger, yeah. Words. Yeah. Those yeah. trigger words and it turns into an argument but it's 
it sometimes you don't mean to turn it into an argument. You just don't know enough, mm-hmm. and you know it, you don't always have to be so aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah, you never know. I've never, I've never really had like a class where it's like people start yelling or anything like that. Yes. Yeah. I've had like classes where people have gotten a little heated, but it's not. It hasn't been out of hand. Mm-hmm. Like heated, okay. just like a lot of sass and attitude yeah for the right reasons of course but also like don't forget that you're in a class setting and that you're putting your instructor in a position that they don't want to be in yeah because it's like not it's not their job to have to yeah yes at the same time they are monitoring the conversations but if they're allowing you the space to do that in a time where a lot of professors don't want to do it because it's scary it's like at least respect that they're giving you that time and space to do it, you know? Like, be respectful and mindful of everyone in the class. So, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, my last, my sociology class, he was the one that was like, no, it doesn't! Like, he would just get so (laughs) wrapped in, like, yelling and everything. So, he would try to get us like that, and we're like, I don't want to disagree with you! I'm scared! Yeah, because, like, sometimes he's like, no bad questions, no stupid questions. Somebody asks, he's like, that's an example of a stupid question. Oh my god. Like, all right, all right, no. Yeah. Yeah, have you seen those? Uh, it was like a tweet, and it was saying, like, being bilingual means forgetting a word in one language and saying it in another and expect people to understand your messy ass. Yep, yep. I was so attacked. <laughs> so true. Dude, I legit don't know some words in Spanish t- translate, and like, I try to find them, and I'm like, it is kind of like that, but it's, it's not, not really yeah. that word. And happens to me and even in English too like trying to translate words from English to Spanish and be like yeah this and I'm like it's like it's kind of like this but it's not really like that it's like you have to like tell them a story to describe it and it's like but it's kind of not like that as well yeah because then I don't realize how bad I can be at both languages sometimes when I'm around someone that like really like is good like if I'm around someone who has a really extensive vocabulary and they're talking to me in English and then I have to read a certain word and I mispronounce it and they're like haha that's not how you say it and I was like I'm sorry sorry. (laughs) Um, and then when I go to Mexico like I'm pretty fluent in Spanish so out here people are always like oh my god you're so good like you speak really well in Spanish and even out there like my family will be like oh like you haven't lost it girl like you got it still (laughs) but then I'll be talking to some stranger and I'm like I just completely forgot everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. That makes me so excited to get my Japanese down. I so why are you learning Japanese? Um, well, I kind of started because um, I was with this guy who was like huge on anime. He was just annoying the <laughs> fuck out of me. And so I was like, you know what? I want to learn Japanese yeah. and kind of like push it in your face. <laughs> oh, Frida, you ran out of laugh. <laughs> And at the same time, I was like, I've always wanted to learn a second language, and I claim that I can never do it. And then because of that, like, mindset I was having with him, I was like, I'm just going to choose Japanese yeah. to learn it. Um, and so, yeah. That's a good excited. motivation. <laughs> Show these people you can do it. Yeah, slap in the fun. face. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and then on top of that, too, there's another guy. <clears throat> I was talking to him, he was like learning Japanese. Yeah. And he will always push it in my face as well, like with his little it's Japanese. A hard language. Yeah. It's a really hard language. It's it's good. So far it's good. Like the writing I have down, but there's this um certain writing called kanji, which they use Chinese for. And that's the part that I struggle with because it's like you gotta memorize basically how to draw these words. I don't know how how you even <clears throat> read that. 
How yeah. do you make the sounds? Like, is it like letters? Is it alphabetical or is it sounds? So yeah, they're all sounds. So each when you're reading it, you you um you read each symbol as a sound. Okay. So you will just be you'll memorize the sound for that so, so um so, um symbol, and then that's how you get the word. And oh. so when you're um when you're teaching it to someone in English, you use this um type of like phrasing or lettering called romanji, which is translating Japanese into English letters. So mm -hmm. using like a A or this or that. They put so like. <clears throat> For example, um, this sound right here, right, is he, and then in summer it shows you he. The I in the language is like basically like an e. e. Mm -hmm. So it's he. If you knew all the sounds for these symbols, it'd be hiragana, hiragana. Yeah. So it's it's pretty cool. Like if you learn the alphabet, like I, because um, when I was first learning Japanese. I would just go just go based off of like oh let me look up a word and then know like the romanji just the yeah. English letters of it. But um, when I took the time to learn the alphabet, yeah. um, it was just a lot easier because now you can read and just figure out words from there. Yeah, that's at least everything flows like nice. Cause it, like in French and like European languages, like sometimes you have to have that like know how to hog back. Oh. <laughs> Come, they're all come back great, and I'm like, oh, it's time, guys. 
time. It's guys. time. It's the dreaded time. Yep. If you yep. don't like the shower, don't get dirty, girl. Yeah. And then they scream like if I'm like hurting them. Meow. <laughs> 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 like if I'm like pulling each hair individually out. It's like I'm just wetting them. <laughs> they sound like they're in so much pain. I love that. shower because I'll be in the shower and she's just hanging outside the door like waiting for me to come out and I come out and I'm like what do you want they all like they all hang out with me when I'm showering like they're just, they're, they're just always like whenever Cats just love hanging out with you when you're just in the bathroom in general yeah. <laughs> like yeah dude like they follow me everywhere it's so funny my family's always like I'm walking and then like three little buddies like, <laughs> They just know they're just gonna sit there and then they're just like, all right, let's go to the other room. Like, no. They're so perfect to like lounge with and be like mm -hmm. lazy, you know? Oh, yeah. I never understood like all those cat poses until I got a cat and then I got a cat yes. and I just want to share this lame cat pose. Oh my lame God. cat lady. Yeah. Mira and I, she's my fellow cat mom. She has four and literally all we send each other is like cat memes and oh, like yeah, cat memes right. and this, this, and that. I love it. Yeah, I have my dog friend group. Oh, I really? think I'm a little bit lean, like I lean a lot more towards dogs because I had my dog first. A longer and time. So close to him. Yeah. I made him like an Instagram and he has like eight followers, guys. Oh, hey. popular as well. He's so popular. 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 Now I'm gonna post. I'm gonna put this in the next caption. Right? Hey. It's not like your typical pet page. It's just like memes of my dog because he has a lot of relatable faces. Like, he just always looks really annoyed. And he's a little cockeyed. <laughs> and I never realized it before until someone was like, "Your dog's cockeyed," and I'm like, "No, he's not." Just the way he is. Dude, my cousin has a page for hit her dog, and he has 700 followers. Hard from what I had to do because the professor, um, 
Was it? I, yeah, I feel like it was from, but I know it's like a logic class and we were learning really, um, it was huge on building your arguments and stuff like that. So yes. every full, um, I forgot the term of it, but it starts with an F. But, Philosopher? Um, not no. philosopher, but it's like a fallacy or oh, something like that. that. Yeah, every full fallacy. fallacy. We'll have to find like an article for that one, and then we'll have to write like a minimum on page. Oof. And it'll be like, depending on the section, it was about 10 the least, and then so on. And oh, so God. that was like the con. It was a lot of work. Oh, but God. looking back though, I wish I kind of kept that portfolio. Because when I was done with that, I was like, fuck you. Like, <laughs> done with this. I hate this. But like, yeah. I've learned a lot. Um, in that class. It was hard, but... It looks like a hard class. Like, I can already tell. And the professor, like, he's great. Like, he has a great personality, but it's scary. Because I'm like, just the subject is hard. Yeah. There's just a lot, a lot to remember. There's so many terms and so many philosophers, and they have this idea about this and this idea about that. I'm like, ah, you like so much brain capacity. (laughs) (laughs) It's almost like, it's almost like what a therapist, like, does, like, when you go to therapy and they're like supposed to they don't they're not supposed to give you direct advice mm-hmm. but they can ask you questions that help you guide yeah. yourself into that advice yeah that's how it is it's like oh, is this shit. what i meant as a philosopher <laughs> yeah. i don't know maybe is it i'll ask is you it? a few questions and you tell me <laughs> <laughs> and those questions might be a little biased but it's fun. <laughs> i might be trying to lead you to break up with him <laughs> directly say it's so <laughs> not responsible i mean subjectively <laughs> yeah My non-biased opinion is <laughs> yeah that's so funny yeah no but this semester i'm taking i feel like i'm taking interesting classes i have like a pop culture one yeah it should be fun we're doing a project on like social media and facebook okay, that's nice. but the person in my group like i was suggesting ideas he's like no it's not that way it's opposite and like i'll say something else he's like no actually no Business Insider videos. Mm-hmm. It's always a business that's either in New York, 
Philly or Los Angeles. Yeah. It's yeah. never anywhere else. It's like a limited, limited. So that's yeah. what I was trying to tell him. And he's like, no, no. He's like, on my Facebook, I have this, this, and that. And I'm like, I completely understand. And I have other groups as well. But it leans more this way. He's like, no. I think there's, a, yeah, I think there's like different de demographics for like different people. Yeah. No, Based yeah, I agree. No, I totally agree with that. But I was just telling him. Hollywood, like LA, New York, feeds so much of it. No, no. What did you just say to me? No, no. Yeah, so I was just like, like I totally understand because I have a lot of like Spanish, like music yeah. and all of that kind of thing. But like you most like you are brought, you know, to that. He, he was just like, just say no to everything. <laughs> Alright, like I was like, you're like, why don't you do it on Facebook, then? Yeah, no. So, what was he trying to make you? Have you even stated any ideas? He just I don't, I don't even, everything? I don't even remember his ideas. But I know the one thing that we did agree on was like how everybody has like their social media, like um, how they portray themselves, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And it's like, let's say I'll portray myself like you. Let's say you look at my Facebook and you'll see like. Oh, okay, so this is how she's like, but in reality, I can be like a completely yeah, different, different person. person. And you have to do an activity for the class. So my suggestion was that <clears throat> we make like fake profiles for people and then just kind of like try to hint, like maybe they're very outdoorsy or something like that, but in reality, they're like depressed or like barely go out kind yeah. of thing, you know? Just kind of yeah. like match the people. I think it's only typical that like people don't want to showcase those bad things on social media. Like, why would you? It's not like you even. It's not like you go on Tinder and say like, "Hey, my body count is this. Come through." I mean, I guess it could work out if you wanted. If you wanted it to, you know. Not everyone is that open. Yeah, exactly, and it's just like I had a extra credit assignment. I think for one of my classes where you could take the option to write about social media and write about the apps that you use mm -hmm. and how much time you frequently spend on those apps and just like what how do you feel about spending that much time on those apps and I didn't, I didn't do it because I was like I don't want to expose that about myself <laughs> damn I'm on my phone all the time you know what I mean and it's not because it's not because I don't have anything better to do but when you're at work or something phone or if you go out like you use your phone for everything yeah. like, I rely on that thing if I lose that thing I'm just like what do I do yeah. with myself yeah. it's such easy access and it's everywhere if yeah. you're not even going to be on your phone maybe one of your friends are hitting you up did you see that video on this and this and that did yeah. you see this and this and that and I'm like oh no I'm sorry like you know um so yeah it's kind of hard to run away from it it's very very impactful in our society now mm -hmm. like, and even with school like I have an app for school and I get to see whenever I have those assignments too. Notifications of like who replied to your post, the yeah. assignment graded. Um, the worst thing I hate is like assignment, like I always mix them up. Like if I'm out or something, it's like assignment created or assignment graded. Mm -hmm. Then I'm like, did I miss it? Did I yeah, 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 yeah. I think yeah. that, that one gives oh, me so much anxiety God. as well. I'm like, wait a minute, like I'm so scared. Did I actually? <laughs> yeah. I'm so what I try to do is definitely limit, like, before I was on everything, mm -hmm. I would use, like, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, and, like, I would just, like, lose myself and, like, waste so much time, but then now, like, I try to limit myself. I'm still on there, like, a lot, but, yeah. I don't know. I, I try to limit myself as well, too. I used to be, I used to post a lot more frequently, I think, and now I'm just, like, whenever I really feel like I need to. But it's hard not to feel like I want to, because, especially 
when like I get ready or wear a nice outfit like I want to share that you know and it's not even about like oh I'm just full of myself and I want everyone to see that I look okay it's like no I just like my outfit I like that and I want to share it and at the same time like I always am shopping for clothes Mm -hmm. and I feel like if I have a picture in that outfit like I can get rid of it and Mm -hmm. buy a new one the real me. Oh no! This is the truth. This is the truth. This is the truth. Insider pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it helps me because I'm like I don't want to get rid of it. And then sometimes mm-hmm. even taking the picture, I'm like, oh, but it looked so good that day. I could wear it maybe again. Maybe again. <laughs> yeah, maybe again. another time. Yeah. It's crazy. I almost feel like like uh, you know, that's a Raven where she has like visions. <gasps> Yeah, like, when I see clothes, like, I have, like, ten different visions and ten different ways to wear, like, that piece, so that piece of clothing. Nice. Yeah, so what, um, what do you think influenced you in getting to getting into fashion? I think it was just having my mom. Like, you just take all of your, I feel like most people take, well, people who have their moms, like, mm-hmm. you take a lot of your personality from your mom. Mm-hmm. I remember thinking, like, I'm not going to be like my mom. Oh, I'm so different from my mom, but no. And now I, I don't have no shame in saying I'm just like her, you yeah. know. But she always really wanted me to dress like super cute when I was little. And then like once I started getting older, I wanted to like explore my own fashion, mm-hmm. and I went through like this really bad like emo phase. <laughs> Same here. Oh, I think everyone, everyone went through that ugly phase. Was it like your ninth or tenth grade or something? Yeah, or like before that too. Even like it was like in between, and. It's funny because we recently found pictures of that, and my mom was saying like, "Yeah, you were always really gothic. Like you were really into that gothic fashion." And then I was just laughing, and I was like, "Why did you let me go through that?" <laughs> and she's like, "Because like, look now, now you're here now. Now you know you, you don't like that style, and you have a that's different true. sense of style." And I was like, "That's true. I guess it was good that I was able to go through it and not like shame yourself, <laughs> you know? and not like grow up and be like, I never had my emo phase. Let me mm-hmm. do it now in my twenties, you know, <laughs> like twenty five emo exactly." <laughs> And she was just really uh, into dressing up. And I think part of it was because my grandmother was blind. Mm -hmm. And so my mom grew up not having those, uh, not having someone to teach her like about style or fashion or like doing makeup because obviously like she didn't do that stuff for herself. Mm -hmm. And so I think she really liked, you know, having those feminine like qualities and like dressing up and looking good. so she wanted to, to show me, and, and a lot of the times, too, when I didn't want to dress nice, she would be like, see, like, why don't you want to dress nice? Mm-hmm. Like, you can look good. Like, I wish I had someone to tell me that I could look good or that I could dress nice. You know, that wasn't a mm-hmm. thing for me. And at the same time, she also grew up, like, poor, and she didn't have much, like, many resources to dress nice or, like, wear oh, yeah. something nice. And, and so, yeah, as I grew older, I really liked, like, looking good and dressing up and it became like a thing and then going shopping with her too just became so like you're surrounded by that all the time mm-hmm. and then like barbies like everything all mm-hmm. of that influences me so much and even still now i like look at dolls and i get inspiration from dolls and i'm like damn her outfit is nice like do they have that yeah, grown ups <laughs> So I think it's just influenced by so many different things, mm-hmm. like so, and I always watch like America's Next Top Model and all those like fashion things, and I used yeah. to draw my own little dresses, oh, and I used cool. to be really into it, and I don't know what happened, like even in high school, I did like a little fit fashion club, mm-hmm. 
and they offer you an opportunity to get a scholarship with them if you hand down the club to someone else. Mm -hmm. So like after you leave your high school, you would make someone else like the president of the club and you get offered like a scholarship opportunity just right. for doing that. And I think oh, it's wow. like, I think it's like 7,000 or something. It's not, it's not that much considering that it's like 20,000 a year oh, to go there. You know what I mean? A year. I think that's kind of what discouraged me. And, and I used to have a lot of good visions of, I mean, I can, I still have good visions of outfits and mm -hmm. clothing and styling. It's just, can I sew? You know, can mm -hmm. I sew or can I really make make a good drawing of an outfit and mm -hmm. have someone have else see that vision? Yeah. yeah. And so I want to try and learn how to do that maybe. And if not, just like open up a boutique or mm -hmm. something. You should always start like just buying like a sewing machine and like practicing. Cause, like, yeah. You're going to be bad at the beginning, but then you're going to practice. And the thing is, I have one. Oh, no. I just don't use it. And my grandma, like in Mexico, uh, from my dad's side, like she... She makes dresses, mm -hmm. and that's another thing too. She would always make me like little dresses and oh, stuff, cool. and have me like oh. model them and making my own little cute things. But the style was much different back then. Mm -hmm. Like now, I almost wish that she did it now because my dresses would have been so much cuter <laughs> than they were in that time. Yeah. Uh, and I wish I could just go there and be like, "Hey, let me spend, you know, six months with you and learn how to sew, but being in Mexico and not being at home, mm -hmm. I'm gonna miss my friends and my yeah, family." That's you know? true. And then having her out here too would just be difficult because she's older and all her equipment is out there. You know. When I mean? you went to Mexico last time, how long were you out there? I was there for a week and a half. A week and a half. Yeah. When I was younger, I used to be able to go for like months. Okay. Literally months. Um, but now that I have work and school, I can't just be like, peace can't out, life. <laughs> yeah, peace I out, wish. life. Let me go. Um, maybe if I ever plan on like having a really long vacation, maybe I'll go there for like a month or so. Yeah. But I don't even know if I would want to spend it out there, you know? If I feel like I'm going to have a vacation that long, I'd rather go somewhere different. Mm -hmm. That you've never been to. That I've never been to. And like I mean, you can always hit up like YouTube or find little people on Instagram who do things like that and then go downtown and get those cheap fabrics. So like, yeah. you can just play around with that and see what happens. I've always wanted to do that too like I've always wanted like my own little like clothing line because before my mom yeah. had like a clothing store that we would sell clothes yeah. so I've always kind of been around it and like I used to be like oh yeah I'm totally gonna get a sewing machine and like do it but then I never did it so I don't know and it's hard because like being in the fashion industry is hard because you have to be able to be really flexible with the trends mm -hmm. because you have to be like a trend forecaster or oh, something. Yeah. You have to know what's going to be a coming. Trendsetter. A trendsetter, yeah. Because yeah. if not, like you just get stuck with a bunch of clothing that you're not going to sell and, yeah. and it doesn't you're make it. And it's like, do I want to do that? I kind of have like this. That's a huge thing that's taught about in <laughs> business, like, is getting with the trends. Yeah. Especially in marketing. Because everything is changing and everything changes so fast exactly. now. I feel like before you would go like a year or a couple years and everyone's still wearing the same thing, but now it's like, oh, a new thing, a new thing, a yeah. new thing, a new thing. And it has to be so revolutionized, like completely different. It's like, fuck, I can't keep up. Mm -hmm. like, wait, I can't pull off jelly yeah. sandals. <laughs> those yeah. are so cute. They're I'm so sorry, adorable. Yeah, no, there's a bunch of things that I'm like, mm, I don't know. I don't like wear that. I don't like my comfort zone. Yeah, it's not comfort zone. Yeah. 
See, it's funny because sometimes I feel like I wear the same things and then at the same time I feel like I don't. Like I have such a different style that I can't find that like aesthetic, you yeah. know. But I like a lot of, I, I think I'm mostly inspired by like 70s fashion and I wish, like if I could bring back one trend for everyone, like have everyone dress in the style of clothing, like it would be the 70s yeah. for sure. Oh, yes. Like, Everybody so in bell bottoms, all of that. Yeah. Stuff. Oh, I love that. Suede, corduroy. I all the best suede. fabrics. <laughs> Too. That part too. That part. I have some that are from Crazy Bone. is really nice. My mom has um, mentioned that brand to me. She's like, I think you will really love their stuff. Yeah. They have a lot of cute. I love, love their stuff, but it's expensive. That's the only thing. That's the only thing. I love their clothing so much. Yeah. I shop from them a lot. It's probably one of my favorite brands. Oh really? This dress is from there. Oh. Cute too. Yeah. I'm gonna go back to shopping. Same here. I mean, I used to like. Before my roommate moved in, kind of, because then I had to put my stuff away, I was really huge in, like, fashion. But now that all yeah. my things are away, I'm kind of too lazy to really pull everything out. Because, like, how I like to do is have everything hung up in my closet, or if I'm going to plan ahead, like, get my outfits ready. Yeah. But now it's just like, yeah, they're, they're put away. It's too much work to go through things. So I'll just grab, like, the first thing I have on top. But when I move, like, I want to go shopping and everything. I need to update my clothing. Oh, my God. I think last semester I was so proud of myself <clears throat> because I went the whole semester without repeating one outfit at school. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. Yeah. It oh, was, wow. like, I was really impressed with myself because I always like wearing, like, those same, like, go-to outfits mm-hmm. that you're, like, you're comfortable in for school. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, this year I'm going to try to wear most of the things in my wardrobe. And I still have so much, like, so much clothing that's just untouched. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for that right occasion, yes, or I'm waiting here. to drop those few pounds. You're like, you know? not yet, a little skinnier, <laughs> not this much. Yep, I feel yeah. you. I feel it's you. so sad, like it's so sad, like having that piece of clothing that you don't want to let go of because it doesn't fit you anymore, but it's so beautiful, and you're just like, no, I know. I know. I remember like thinking back of last year, like I was super into fitness and super into the gym, but yeah. I was still like, no. Not good enough, no. But then now I'm like, but you were so skinny. What were you thinking? What were you thinking? Just fucking wear it. Yeah. That happens. That happens. That's like how I feel now too. Because yeah. I went. I think I lost like 30 pounds when I first got with my ex boyfriend, and then like after after my breakup, I like gained 30 pounds, and I was oh. like, wait, when did this happen? Mm-hmm. And I used to feel in that time that I was so big, and then when you get over that, you're like, wait, what? what? Snapchat like one year ago kind of thing. Yes. I look at them and I'm like, oh my god. And you don't realize it too until you see like pieces of clothing that used to fit you before. Like yes. you don't realize it until that clothes doesn't like, fit you. Like jeans and stuff, and it's like it won't even go. And you're like, wait a minute, it's just yeah. this used to fit me like a glove. I used to have yeah, them. Yeah, this used face. to be big on me. And yeah. I was like, oh yeah, that's so funny. Where do you guys shop for your clothing? Anywhere? Um, yeah. I love thrifting, or if not, then like Instagram stores, like random yes, Instagram yeah, stores. Yeah. My favorite store and mostly everything is Zara. Oh, Zara has really nice clothing. See, yeah. I regret not checking them out more because last time I was at the mall, they had a really big sale and they had so much cute clothing. They have their summer and end of the year sale. Yeah. Frida, she's like, guys, check it out. Look. She's very confused right now. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I love Zara. 
but I need to find like different stores. Like I, I mean, I like Urban, but they have like a bunch of like basic like. I just hate things. like the. I guess, I guess I understand why some of the things are pricey, but some of those things are so pricey. And it's like, I want to wear it when it's in trend. I don't mm-hmm. want to wear it, like, the next Months, season, months, know? months after. There's I'm a store like called Angel. I like to shop there for dresses. Oh, yeah. I really like that store. They have really good yeah, stuff. They're really too. cute. This is Jenny, though. I'm, like, too tall. Like, too tall. Like, And if I try to wear a dress, it's, like, a long shirt on me. Oh, my God. something. But, yeah, they're really, they're really, really cute. I'm so bad with my discipline. Like, I have no discipline. Even when I go thrift shopping, I'm like, okay, I'm here for the deals. No, I'm like, damn, I'm saving so much money. Like, let me just take even more clothes than I normally would. And it ends up being insane. Yeah, and then I end up with so much clothing. And I think sometimes I'll even buy things that, like, I won't wear. Mm. But because I think it's so cute. And I'm just like, all right, I'm just going to buy it for $2. What's $2? But then you have 20 items that you're taking like that. And you're like, Adds up. Yeah. <laughs> adds it up. adds up so much. I always think I'm gonna spend like oh ten dollars at like at thrifting and then it's like forty five and I'm like oh uh, I can't return anything though. Right now, how I do my thrift? Well, I mean when it comes, I haven't been doing like shopping for clothes in a while. But when I go thrifting um, and I'm looking for something, mm-hmm. how I base my purchase is I look them look it up on Amazon normally to see how much it is. And oh. if there's like a big gap on like say if it's like five dollars at goodwill and it's fifteen dollars on amazon and it's like i go based off of the profit really yeah that's so interesting i didn't think about that yeah i go off of that um there was recently this game board that we bought we were not even gonna play it but the reason why we bought it was because it was it was five dollars it was under five dollars or five dollars but when we looked it up on amazon um they only had one left and it was i believe it was used or new i don't remember but it was eighty dollars on yeah. Amazon. Wow. So then that's why I'm like, okay, we have to buy it. So that's how I do my thrifting. Oh my goodness. That's <laughs> it's also so the profit. Smart. That's so I never thought about that. Neither do I. I'm like, is it cute? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well like we're probably not gonna so I think of it in the sense of like just collecting the sell. Oh, so that's that's true. that would also increase my time there. Like having to look up every item, oh, I'd be yeah. like there for hours. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I'd be at the store with everything. Or it would just be more encouraging to spend more because then you'll find it online and oh. you're like, oh my god, it's so much more. It's I'm making so much money. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just buy it here. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And I, I love those know. recycled fashion stores too, like Crossroads and like Buffalo Exchange. Buffalo Exchange. <laughs> yeah. I haven't been to. I've heard of it so many times. But I've never been to Buffalo Exchange. They always have a bunch of free people there. Like, oh really? So much. Like I'm pretty sure they have a customer that like drops off a lot of things oh, for them because I've gone there and always find. I think the Salvation Army, um, if you are interested, I, was it the last, last Friday. the last Friday, their last Friday is, um, 50% off. Their last sale, Friday? Yeah, of the month. So every last Friday of the month, they have a sale. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. I think I got, like, the letters from that. I live really close to the Salvation Army. Yeah. The one, it's funny because the, we had a situation one time where we had a storage and I think, like, my uncle didn't pay for it one time and like was too embarrassed to ask my mom for money for it and mm. so we lost everything lost everything in the storage and i was at the salvation army like not even that long ago and i'm pretty sure i saw some of my old items there <laughs> <laughs> i'm like i want to purchase it <laughs> <laughs> it sucks that i had that you were mine yeah. <laughs> and i have to purchase you <laughs> Can I show you a picture of me wearing it? Like, that one, that one belonged to me. Like furniture and everything too. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think it was mostly like furniture and like old clothing, and 
like pictures mm -hmm. even that we lost. It was so oh. sad. color but I think it's the blue tags but everything's like one dollar yeah oh yeah mm -hmm. and, and, so yeah cool. it's a different sale every well I mean it depends on the tag yeah. I think but it's like, like the super, color of the super day cheap mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's like super cheap and I know people that have gotten like a TV for one dollar a TV yeah one dollar yeah because it happened to be that tag and like oh that goodness. day I got very lucky with one of those deals um it, I got two really nice fur coats. One of those is tan and larger than the other one and the other one was burgundy so that one's my favorite. The tan one when we originally bought it was $40. Yeah. We had one back to take it back because they had a sale that day mm -hmm. to where everything was $3. So we took back the fur coat and then um, when we were repurchasing the fur coat to get it for $3 they pulled out a rack and there was another burgundy for coat that everything was three dollars, so we got it for three dollars. <gasps> yeah, oh so I got lucky. <laughs> oh my god, it was like actual fur. Yes, oh there. I um, I'll take a picture, and then we can post. If you follow us on our Instagram, I'll post it or yeah, even yeah. like have Maria send it to you. But yeah. Oh my god, that's awesome. Dude, you I never know what deals. you're gonna find. You, you never don't. know. You don't. Yeah. I found this one coat. It was so so pretty. It was like union made. That's how old it was. Oh. Like made by union, literally. Oh wow! And it's it's like brown suede, and it has these embroidered flowers like all along. It's like fur lined. Super. Super seventies. It's so cute, and I got it for like four bucks. Oh nice! And it was originally like eight, but it was a little damaged because the fur was like lifting, so okay. I would have to take it so they can like you fix, know, it? fix it. Okay. And yeah, the guy gave it to me for like even more heavy, and I was like, what? Oh, where did you say you found it? At the Salvation Army, Salvation right by my house. Army. And That's I was like, cool. what a steal! Because it was like totally one of those coats that like people buy to resell for a lot of money. Mm -hmm. uh, you know. And those are the type of things I like to buy. Like anything that looks different or rare that you don't see often. I'm like, okay, I need. That's yeah. what they do. I was I was this close to working at American Vintage. And what they do is like they'll get like a bunch of things and just resell it for mm -hmm. so much more. So like when those Levi's were like the they first came, like yeah. they had them there. Like they get them super cheap and then it's like sixty bucks that they're selling mm -hmm. them for. Wow. And it's like dude, you probably got it for like five bucks. Yeah, a lot of times. Less. A lot of times. I didn't know American Vintage did that. Yeah. That's crazy. They do like I'm pretty sure they have some of their clothes, but a lot of it is like they resell. Re resell. Yeah. That would you could be like, this is damaged. They're like, no, honey, that's the style. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's vintage. It's distressed. It's distressed for fashion. Okay. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm gonna go shopping now. Me too. It's like driving me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm not physically in the store, I'm like online. It's so bad. That's so How much do you think these um, spend on shopping? Oh, I don't even want to say. That was my lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, I spend a good amount. I, I shop almost almost every day. If I'm not buying like clothing, I'm buying some stupid shit on Amazon. Like something so oh, stupid, God. like literally. Yeah, because Amazon has everything and then, then 
two day Prime. I'm like, all right, I'm pretty sure I have Prime too. Do you have a card with Amazon? No, I don't. I mean, if you, I'm just, I mean, that's gonna probably make your shopping worse. But (laughs) if you're gonna, if you know that you spent a lot of money on Amazon, just get a card with them so you can make money back. Because I, there was a time where I did a purchase, but because I had, and I will use up a lot of the money too, but I had like $30 for one of my cashbacks. I only had to spend like four bucks on one of my orders. So you, get cash back might as well you're gonna be spending money that's true yeah i need to do that we get one and it helps with your credit too because i mean it is a credit card so be careful i'm not like don't go max it out but if you know already you spend a lot of money might as well i'm so scared (laughs) i've stopped stopped a lot in amazon before it used to be like every other day i would have a package and it's like the most random random things i'm like i want a computer mouse boom there you go or like yeah i want like better pencil holder or like these kind of lights and it adds up you don't realize mm-hmm. it, but it adds up and then you're like what 200 bucks yeah. on amazon what dude what happened yeah. <laughs> i was decorating all my room all those things were like a dollar what yeah i was decorating my room when i checked out i didn't even notice i was like 260 something and i was like oh i already bought it though it's too late <laughs> i would do that too i just don't think about it because all my information is already in so yep. i just like confirm purchase and it's like awesome your package will arrive on blah 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 and i'm like I kind of like that whole idea of getting a package too, like getting it yeah, and opening it's so it. Much it's fun. like Christmas. It's like to me. Oh my god! Do you know how bad my spending habits are? Like no one got any gifts for me this Christmas. <laughs> like nobody, literally. I think only my best friend. I gave her like a birthday gift. It was because it was her birthday, yeah. and then another friend whose birthday it was, That's and that was it. I didn't get anyone. So here I am on Valentine's Day trying to make it up to everyone. I'm like, I love you. <laughs> Sorry that I have an addiction. <laughs> wasn't the same this year it was like it happens so fast mm-hmm. it, that's how it feels every year yeah. now like it happens really fast and i remember before i used to be so excited so excited for my family time. all used to like hang out yeah. like, and everything but now everyone did their own thing everyone is just independent I'm like, that's Bro. literally what happened for me this year too because i we usually spend it with all my family and we just spent it at home we normally um just chill on like any we're not holiday people yeah. I, i'm huge on halloween and my brother's birthday yeah but, like other holidays we don't care but it's like <laughs> new year's yeah um the christmas eve we open our gifts ate and just chilled like any other year so it yeah. was cool for me i think i liked it too i think i liked having it more intimate than like with all of my family and then it's just like intimidating and yeah. not really doing anything with my life yeah. now <laughs> i'm doing stuff but and it's taking me a little bit Those longer talks. yeah i feel you every single time i see my family they're like so when are you done with college so what are you gonna do what's next what's this what's that i'm like oh, i don't know <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes you have like a, a general idea like you know what you're doing but then once your family starts asking you you're like oh yeah. Is it even right? Yeah. yeah. That's why I love my mom. Like, I, my mom is better at explaining what I do than I than I am. Like, that's so funny. What would she tell people? She's like, just like, oh, she's uh, she's studying this because they'll be like, oh, so what are you studying? I'm like, oh, I'm studying major. I'm just taking classes. Like, 
my GEs and my mom's like, yeah, they're just general eds. Like, my mom will start explaining them. She's like, so she's taking them so she gets a better idea of what she wants to do in the future. Then she's going to transfer to another yes, school. Yes. And I was like, yes. <laughs> she's like, don't come at my daughter like that. Yeah. She's so cute. That's so funny. I see you guys are really close. I'm huh? so close to her. She's like my best friend. I really That's talk about everything. I love it. Everything, yeah. everything. Yeah. If I don't tell my mom something, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like I need to tell my mom girl <laughs> was it always like that even when you were in high school and even when I was in high school I had a really good relationship with her uh, a lot better now of course because mm-hmm. I matured a lot since then and, mm-hmm. I agree um, she's always been very like she's busy she's a busy person and so I spent a lot of time alone even when I was younger mm-hmm. and I think I really like that we're close and part of it is because she trusted me as well. Like, I never was really, like, crazy. Like, I never did anything crazy, really, in high school. And and considering the freedom the freedom and responsibility that I had, like, it's good that I didn't take advantage of that. Mm-hmm, you know what right. I mean? Because I was always home alone. Like, yeah. I could have literally had anyone at my house at any given moment. But I chose not to. That's and, good. you know, I just did what I was supposed to lazy old girl, you know, <laughs> doing my thing. Thinking about makeup. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, she's really happy. And even my brother, my brother, he's not, like, a troublemaker. Like, he does his own thing. Like, we're super chill. And my mom was, like, always, like, do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And so it's crazy how, like, people, like, in my observation, some people with really strict parents are, like, wild and out. And I'm just, like, whoa. <laughs> you like <Yeah>. me. <laughs> I have, yeah, well, um, it's, like, main, it's only my mom, but yeah, she was really strict on me when I was in, like, under the age of 18 or when I was in high school and middle school, and then that did push me to do a lot more things, and then when she would catch me doing those things, it made me even worse for her, which I understand, I understand, but, like, it just made me want to go against it even more. Even more? Yeah, yeah, but now, like... Um, I'm still kind of getting used to that whole transition because now that I'm older and I'm doing this and doing that, like my mom's like, you're your own person, you're, you're grown, it's okay. But I have to now get used to talking to her and opening up about things because before yeah. I was used to keeping it to myself because she'll scared. give me a yeah. yeah. secret and I'm mm-hmm. like, I can't tell you, yeah. I can't tell you. So like, for example, like my like love life and sex life, because like we have, the, we're into similar things. So she's like, you can come at me about it and I can give you advice of how to be, do this or how to do that. Yeah. And like, I'm just not, like, I want to get to that level because she is experienced into the stuff I want to get into, but it's just yeah. still, like, my mom. She used to not be okay with me even talking about, like, you know, so. <laughs> I totally feel you. Yeah, I tell my mom everything. Like, that girl is my whole life. <laughs> she knows about everything. And it's funny because, like, sometimes I feel like she's going to be, like, sometimes I'm even scared to say certain things as well because mm-hmm. I remember, like, oh, she's my mom. Yeah. Yeah. She's still so chill. She surprises me. And sometimes she'll even notice it too. She's like, I'm too chill. She's like, something's wrong here. Something's wrong. I know. Should be like this, huh? Yeah. That's good. That's good. It's good. But at the same time, it's I could be a little like snotty whenever she wants to get serious with me Mm -hmm. because I'm so used to having that best friend relationship Mm -hmm. with her that when it's time for her to tell me something that I need to hear, I'm like. I don't want to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> don't, I don't have time for that. I'm like, just go back to being my friend. <laughs> no, you're my friend, no, I'm mom. <laughs> oh, hello. 
And she'll say that, so she's like, I'm not your friend, you know I'm your mom. But then there's times too where she's like, I'm not your best friend. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, make up your mind, you can't be both. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding yeah. so when it comes down to discipline, you can't be both. Yeah. yeah. You can only be my friend. <laughs> <laughs> discipline me, but as my friend. As my friend. <laughs> let me do whatever. And I'm like, dude, yeah, like, I couldn't imagine any other way. Mm-hmm. Maybe because it was like, only, like, me, my mom, and my brother. Mm-hmm. But, like, any other different way, I'm just like, dude, it's like your parents. Like, even, if, like, your family yeah. is always going to be there at the end of the day. So I hope I get to have that same relationship with my children as mm-hmm. well. Like, when I have my daughter, like, I hope she feels comfortable enough to tell. Like, I'm so worried that she's not going to feel comfortable doing mm-hmm. that. And because, like, I know that I'll be generally cool with whatever she needs to do. And, like, normally when you have that mindset, like, they're not doing anything that crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And when you trust them. Yeah. Like, I always say, like, I want to, like, I for sure want my kids, like, to be, like, trustworthy. But then I also want to teach them about any, everything. So that when they go out into the world, they're not, like, this little protected, like, little people that don't know, like, anything bad. Mm -hmm. I want them, like, Mm -hmm. to know, like, about all religions, about all problems going on, about, like, like how the way other people treat and it's like no like this is how we act you're free to make your own choices but like this is what i do and yeah kind of and even like sex which is such a big conversation that you need to have with your parents yeah, absolutely. like it's something that you need to have and just if you can't adjust that with your kids like it could be scary yeah. because then they you don't know what they're going to be up to or like what they're going to be doing yeah. you want to make sure they're like prepared for that yeah and i was glad i was like good to go you know and, like, I didn't even lose my virginity until after high school. I, like, mm-hmm. waited until afterwards because I was, like, I don't want the whole world to know what I'm up to. You yeah. know, I don't need that. Yeah. And it's hard to have that mm-hmm. in high school. Everyone knows everything. <sighs> mm. no, Especially our little high school girls. Like, everybody knew everything. Yeah, and I was just, like, no, I don't want, I don't even want people to have assumptions. Mm-hmm. And that's why I, I think I didn't even have, like, like to have boyfriends. Like, I didn't even have boyfriends really in high school. And if I did, it was, like, for a week mm-hmm. or something, you know? Because I just didn't want people yeah. to make those assumptions about me. And if, I guess now, people still have assumptions because, you know, you're posting on social media and you post you about this. You hear this, this about that. so you see that. Yeah, but it, it's it's not as bad because I'm not hearing it. Yeah, that's true. And it's not like they're going to comment and be like, damn, of course not. Michelle, this and that, you know? Yeah, everybody just keeps their little assumptions down to themselves. And everybody's a perfect little critter like critic that's like yeah. judging your life mm-hmm. when like everybody has mistakes and everybody has problems and it's like everybody's yeah. just trying to deal with it exactly exactly like sometimes it's embarrassing to admit like i don't know what i'm up to you know i'm just kind of winging it man. <laughs> girl we're in the same boat because I, 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 I always change my mind i'm like oh i'm gonna do this no i'm not gonna go to college oh yes i am and now i'm gonna do that you know and it's like i don't know right now i kind of see like a general direction but i'm like it could also change along the way of course so, yeah. but i feel like for me the main thing is just like for my family to have like financial stability and like to be happy as long as like I'm happy doing whatever it is and like I have a roof over my head and like I have food Mm -hmm. I feel like that would be enough Mm -hmm. like I everybody strives for money and yes of course I want to be successful but I'm like if I'm not happy at the end of the day like I feel like it's not even yeah like I don't want to be working this nine-to-five job that I'm like 
going to end up killing myself or something yeah. like that, you know? It's like, it's not worth it. And I think a lot of people that do have good relationships with your parents, like, it's only natural for you to want to give them that financial stability. Oh, yeah. And you feel yeah. like you owe them, you owe them that, you know? And especially if you have parents who immigrated and, mm-hmm. you know, made an opportunity out of nothing, mm-hmm. you just kind of feel like, damn, I owe you my sacrifice. Like, absolutely, you know? absolutely. And... It's funny because my mom even talked to me and she was telling me, like, no, I don't want you to do, like, to do that. Like, I want you to focus on what you want. Like, don't focus on giving me that financial stability in the future. Like, I know that you want that for me, but I would rather have you be happy and be in the career that you want to be in rather than choose a career that you know is going to give you financial stability and then, like, have you be upset because you think you're like, oh, I did this for my mom. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I mean, especially since it's only been the three of us ever, you know. So I'm just like, and I've always been like, it's always been me and my mom looking after my brothers. I'm like, fuck. Like I have to like find a way to like help yeah. out or like do something. So you want to contribute yeah. in any way that you can. Yeah. I don't know. So we'll just see how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel so bad because every time I get. <laughs> I get into any subject and I talk about it to my mom and I'm like have so much feeling passion when I'm learning about something and she's just like wow like yeah like you should do that you know she's really like into it Aww. and then like when she's talking when she's backing me up on my little talks about what I'm doing with my life she'll be like yeah like she's really into anthropology now or she's really into this and like blah 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 I love her the number one supporter <laughs> yeah she's literally like my number one fan mom supports us I, I, we had uh, one of my uncles kind of talking shit about the podcast he's like what is she doing over here like interviewing people and my mom was like she's doing what she's gonna do and like she's still up for us and I was like that's right mom that's you'd be right. surprised how many people actually like want to hear podcasts like this too like sometimes you don't always have to be listening about god what's real like a free will determinism like <laughs> free will and determinism where you want to just listen to some girls talk about that they don't know what they're yeah. doing right, you know yeah we have our it's so funny we just did an episode on free will oh my god really that's hilarious the determinism thing is new to me but that's like is that, we that's brought like, it up um, it's a philosophy thing and then that that's is it like with Religion is that like a mm, no predestiny okay. is religion determinism is just kind of like everything happens because something else already okay, happened okay. before like biologically it's, it's more biological it's Biology. biological and social as yeah, well. yeah 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 it's like yeah let's not get into that one no. <laughs> I've had a lot of conversations about that yeah too. <laughs> like, no yeah but like that's why we have like <clears throat> art if I don't talk to myself who will where it's just Shy and I talking to each other about like anything we're gonna do like some episodes on relationships we did yeah. it on sex we did it on smoking weed for the first time <laughs> <laughs> we did it on just like random topics like yeah. introducing ourselves like beach days and then like we have the interviews where we can get a little more serious or you cannot or you know I don't know we wanted to be chill. Yeah, that's good because it's not a lot of pressure. Yeah. And then like I felt too I was I was at work literally before this and it was just a stressful day. It wasn't stressful but like, you know, you're at work and there was a lot of people at the arcade today, which was like crazy. Oh really? Yeah, there were so many people. And so just like I wanted to take a moment and like look at some things that I would want to talk about, but I was like, you know, I'm just gonna go there and just do my thing. Wing it. Yeah. <laughs> you're doing Girl, you're, you're winging it in life. Yes. Thank you. Yes. That's a good one, yeah. And everyone we've had a lot of people that they're like 
Dude, I don't, no, I don't know. But then they, you just kind of keep talking, and then you forget about this. Yeah. You forget about the camera. I know. Yeah. Yeah. We should look so there every time. Hey, <laughs> hey people. Here's the real tea. When I first started, the whole looking at the camera and then talking was really awkward. Oh, I you know what? We were really like, uh. And then we kept laughing for no reason. Like it's like nervous <laughs> laughter. You're so nervous. Yeah. I was. I thought I was gonna be a lot more nervous. But yeah, you don't even know that it's there. Yeah. I think it's it's your equipment as well. <laughs> shows and just the talk shows and I was like I want to see your expression yeah like, how are you feeling when you're talking about that yeah but it's crazy we'll yeah I don't know because I've gotten like both good reviews and bad reviews but I'm like you know what like this is something that we're passionate about and like we're gonna keep going no matter what and it's a lot of work <laughs> it's a lot of work like each video is like easily 15 hours of work so because you have to listen it. to every conversation, I assume, and, like, <laughs> edit whatever you're not going to put in there. Of like, the work, and then uploading can sometimes take me, like, 12 hours. Because oh the gosh. video needs to export, and then upload, and then there's It's the a lot of waiting. This oh, my that. goodness. Maybe that's why a lot of people just do audio, too, because it's just easy to yeah. do. But you see, the thing is, with audio, it's so easy to get distracted mm -hmm. when you're listening to audio. Yeah, you're just true. like, wait a minute. Or like if someone breathes too hard on the mic, yeah, I'm just like, oh, I'm distracted. By <laughs> what? What's going on? What's, What's going, going on here? here? <laughs> yeah. One thing um, I would like, or the reason why I would like us to have audio, is because I feel when it comes down to just listening, people will kind of forget that they're listening, that they continue to listen compared to watching a video. They're like, okay, it's been going on too long. I'm still watching this. Okay, I'm gonna turn this off. And with audio, it's just. They have it on, it's just playing. Yeah, and then they might be tuned in for the whole thing, they might be tuning out, but then they get back into it compared yeah. to the video. Literally just knocked out so much. Yeah, but like when I like like some of my favorite podcasts, like Joe Rogan, I, I love his podcast. And like even if I have the video on, like I'll like watch it, but then most of the time then like I'll do something but I'm still listening, listening. and I'll and I'll come back. Yeah. Like, other people that have really good podcasts is Dakota of Earth. Uh, he's kind of a new, but he's cool. Um, then there's like Sam Harris. I liked his. Yeah. Dave Rubin. He has a good one. And the, like I follow some other ones that are all about like the cosmos and stuff. And whenever I feel like learning, like I'll turn into them. Or like Jordan Peterson. He's like a psychologist. Oh my god! So I just smart. heard about him. I love Jordan Peterson. Oh my god! <laughs> I just heard about him. Literally, I was watching a video about him talking about like how women have to work now like we live in a time where like we have to work and mm -hmm. not by the age like biologically by the age that we're 30 like we want kids and we want to settle down and mm -hmm. we want these things and it's like yeah. wow that's crazy <laughs> dude jordan he's so so smart and he's so like well spoken and you know he's so educated about yeah. things so yeah i bought his i have two of his books but i haven't started on them which book is it? The I have 12, uh, 12, the 12 Rules for Life. Oh my god, that's crazy. Yeah, the person who showed me him actually just read that book, or is in the process of reading mm, that book. No, Do they say anything about it, or are they just suggest? I think it? they're still going through it, actually. Yeah. But yeah, he's, he's like, you should read it, you should go into it, and I'm like, yes, I so will. It's really, really good. <laughs> yeah, then I have...
have like his actual textbook because he is a professor. Yeah. So that one is gonna be like for a little longer when I actually have time to dedicate it. And then I just bought his like online program that's like supposed to get your life in order. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, thing. I need to do that. Yeah, is it like a master class. It was seven dollars. Oh my god. It, it, it was on discount originally. It's fourteen, but it was okay. like fifty percent off. And it's just like for you to help get it like your life together and set goals and yeah. all those things. And he said that like he gets like usually like 10% increase of productivity which is actually like a lot for yeah. people you know yeah so, I don't know I'm sorry awesome. you mentioned um masterclass do you use it or no 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 I was just wondering if mm. you got like masterclass I heard about a website like that where you can take like classes for like people like yeah, your favorite yeah, authors yeah, yeah. and stuff like that like writing classes I have everything. a um I have an account with them I haven't used it yet because oh, okay. semester but yeah, they have a lot of different things on there. It's pretty cool, and it's a basic layout. They're talking, and then they have um, like the PDF forms of it. So it's it's really cool. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's there's so many like new forms of learning, and there like, is. I feel like people generally want to like extend their like education. So yeah. I really I really like that. I like yeah. that too. There's a lot of more people that are getting back into reading. Just like there's a lot of people that don't read. Now you have a lot of good options for reading as well. Cause yeah. like when I was listening to like the Sam Harris podcast I like read his book on free will and I like took some other books that he mentioned in his podcast as well and then I got another one that I haven't finished because it's so tough like it's a tough read and my professor was like that's a tough read like but really insightful and then I get the freaking book and I'm like <laughs> it's a really Have tough you, like, read it but you're like what the fuck did I just it's, read it's, yeah it's a Robert Sapolsky and then it's called behave and it's like about human behavior and just like the brain and everything. I love all of that. I listen to a bunch of them, like they're like um, evolutionary, like biologists yes, and all of those yeah. kind of things, and they're just explaining. And I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, he's a. I believe he's a primatologist and neurobiologist, okay. and he has like an appendix in the book. Like once you reach like the second chapter or something, he's like, now's a good time to read through appendix one or two if you have no experience in neuroscience so mm -hmm. there I go going to the, the appendix and then I'm reading the appendix and I'm like what the what? <laughs> <laughs> you said it's called behave it's called behave okay. yeah and it's it's a like the intro is like really good and I haven't gotten far in it because I'm still getting through that darn appendix but it's okay. supposed to like talk about human behavior mm -hmm. and just okay like, that's really yeah different things that influence you and or just explaining mm -hmm. behavior, so. Yeah. It's cool to learn about it, because then you kind of, like, can figure out, like, my family's very big on personalities, which is yeah. kind of, like, a behavior, but, like, it's yeah. a different sense, you know? So they're just, like, they use it in a way, like, to apply it to their business. They're like, this person oh, yes. reacts so to true. this, and this person reacts to this. That's so you so kind of know how to maneuver. And, like, the book that you're reading, like, how to influence, oh, sorry, it's okay. How to influence friends, and how is it? What's the how title? To, um win friends and influence people yeah something like that mm -hmm. all of those books are like if you use it to your power let's say in a business sense or in another sense you could really like use make it make your way yeah they're very powerful tools they really are people underestimate the power mm -hmm. of like learning yes yeah i think i did i almost like regret not not having that mindset before same you here know? It comes to you when it comes to you, though, so... It has a lot to do with, like, maturity mm -hmm. and age as well, you know? In that age, you're not so focused on 
on your future. Yeah. You are, but you're like, oh, I still got some time to mm-hmm. figure it out. It's like you know? distant, distant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it starts getting closer and closer, and then you're like, okay, I really need to. <laughs> you gotta get it together. Like, uh, probably all the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just kind of think it like comes to you when you're ready mm-hmm. too, because like, let's say you would have had these opportunities before, you would have probably like not even really like like taking like full advantage of that's them, true you know and that's what really differentiates people and brings you above brings you on that above average scale mm-hmm. is really learning certain things because aside from that like we're all just average people so, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. and if you're not taking the time to learn then you're not really growing as a person mm-hmm. i agree it's not agree. developing any skills and i'm thankful to have access to that i can't yeah. imagine that not doing that like that week that I was in Mexico I even felt so lazy because I was just like kicking in my dad's house and like on vacation I wasn't having any engaging conversations mm-hmm. I just felt so like lazy you know yeah. what I mean I'm like why do I feel like this <laughs> I, I want to learn something and even before because I, I started school just as soon as I got back so I wanted to get into that school mindset mm-hmm. and like go to school and be yeah. like doing my own thing that's good that's good and I like having friends that are also like in that path of trying to yeah, learn so or like I love liking that I've always like liked older people better like I've always been like surrounded by them so I just like learning their perspectives in life and yeah. like what they've gone through and then they just kind of shape you and like just deep conversations I just feel like it's so important because now you can have a conversation with anyone but it's like hi hi like emoji here emoji there and it's like nothing deep or insightful it's yeah. like a waste of a conversation in or life. even if you're deep and insightful people can be very compliant and they don't bring anything like that's different true. or true challenging well. they don't bring challenging questions or challenging thoughts and sometimes you want that you want that equal engagement so that you can really really see how much you're learning yeah about what you're talking that's about that's true as well that's true as well the people that you'll talk to, and you'll give them your whole little passionate talk, and they're like, yeah, mm-hmm. oh, that's cool. Disagreeing with your say, okay, that, okay. That's so true. That's so right. I'm guilty of it too sometimes, like saying like that's true when I'm processing like something that someone's saying, but mm-hmm. I'm still like really like trying yeah. to process what they're saying, yeah. and then eventually I'll come up with a question that also helps me really absorb whatever it is. Yeah, whatever they're talking about. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I mean, sometimes you do agree, but I feel like you can definitely tell when somebody's just like going along, yeah. and then versus like actually agreeing with you. Or you want, like yeah. It's good to be surrounded by good conversationalists because if you're not, it's, it gets boring eventually. <laughs> and it's Very. important, even in relationships. Like, you eventually get tired of that. Like, what are you doing? That's so small talk. How are you? like what do you want to do today you know you want to have those conversations and talk about things that are difficult to talk about yeah you know i agree i agree put some excitement in your life some spice up your life (laughs) honestly yeah i don't know i feel like for like the guy that i date or something i definitely want them to be educated or at least like on that process or like being hungry for education or like trying to strive for more because if you're just like okay with like what you're doing and you're like no this is fine for the next 30 like I couldn't see myself mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I'm just like no like there's always something more and more and more exactly yeah but there are honestly some people not that it's bad I feel like everybody needs like and like balance. There, a balance but there's some people that are more than happy working 35 years same job two weeks vacation nine to five 
and that's their life. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I would go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 No. And it's good to, it's good to have that requirement because then you're not gonna get bored of your partner in the future mm-hmm. either. And it's like, I, it's, it goes both ways as well because you can find someone who's good at conversation mm-hmm. and who has that hunger for education, but they're too much on their high horse and they want you to be a compliant non-challenging listener yeah and it's like well that's not fair to me you know Mm -hmm. i want to share my thoughts as well absolutely and like i said like you don't have to agree on everything on everything everything you're not going to agree with everyone on everything and if you do it's like dude like have some like sense of opinion for yourself exactly question things it's okay yeah yeah absolutely do your own research do your own like form your own opinions yes like i like this you like this all right but I don't like it, or, you know, like, just random things. But you're not going to make someone feel dumb for the things that they believe in, mm-hmm. you know? It's like, we can have an argument, or we can talk about this, but I'm not going to make you feel bad. Yeah. Right? We're just having a good little talk. Yeah, <laughs> you know? And never get, like, upset about it. It's like, I've always been taught, like, the first person to get mad loses. Yeah. So, just, like, don't, like, even if you don't agree with them, it's like, all right, like, we're not going to lose this friendship or lose mm-hmm. this relationship because I don't agree with what you're yeah. saying. Right yeah, now. and sometimes it doesn't always have to be bad. And, like, pe- people, that's, like, skills that people need. Like, you need to be a good listener, a good conversationalist, and, like, be good at taking constructive criticism. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like, there's so many people that are so bad at doing that. And it's like, please. Yeah. It's okay. It's for your own good. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's for your own good. I know. Honestly, for me, like, being blunt, like, when, like, if you're too hard on me, then I'm like, no, yeah. you know, but, like, yeah. it's just something that, but, like, I know that about me, so it's just something, like, I try to work on all the time, yeah. you know, maybe little by little. See, that's the thing, that's what I experienced when I went this time in Mexico, because uh, I was in a relationship, and I lived with my partner, mm-hmm. and when I went out there, I don't have my driver's license yet, mm-hmm. and so when I went out there, my dad's like, you don't have your driver's license? Like, you already live like a married woman, and you don't have your driver's license? And I was like, oh, and sometimes we just need that. to hear that, and he was yeah, telling me, too, he's like, he's like, look, I'm just telling you, I know it sounds harsh, but I know your mom's not going to tell you that way, mm-hmm. so, like, when you get back home, like, get your driver's license, and I'm like, okay, I'll do it, I will, I will. I'm like, I just love Uber. <laughs> oh, God, that's funny. I'm, I still don't have my license. I need to get it, but I'm, I'm, I know I'm stalling on it. I'm really stalling <laughs> on really it. That's really what it is for me, too, because I already went and, like, presented the written test, and mm-hmm. I passed, and I got my permit, and then I was supposed to go present the driving test, and the the like deadline for that already passed. Oh, and I'm just like, now you have to do it again. Yeah, why am I like this? Yeah, same boat, girl. Yeah, I remember boat. I stalled for a while until like I had to drive for work. I'm like, all right, good. Yeah, see, and I think I that's what I, why I need to do it as well because I feel like I'm missing out on some opportunities that I could have exactly. because I'm like, I can't get there mm-hmm. and I want to get there. And I'm like, yeah, uh, yeah, I need to start true. driving. That's true. Speaking of driving, when my mom picked me up from work today, some guy just drove past her and like blew out her window. <laughs> like her little like rear like window on the side oh here. Oh my god. And just like <laughs> stop No, nothing. Oh it just gosh. like flew out. Oh no. <laughs> and we were like, so oh no. Imagine her door was open and she was like coming out or something. I know. It was bad. Was it a big truck or was it It was like a truck or something. 
Yeah. Oh, dude, no. Truck people are crazy. I saw one that had four wheels on the back, like one of those giant trucks. I was like, why do you need a truck that big? And I've seen like trucks with, you know, the trailers, yeah. like mm-hmm. the big horn thing with yeah, two yeah. of them. I'm like, my goodness. <laughs> Where are you going, sir? Where are you going? Yeah, what, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, but people drive crazy. They do. That's why I'm scared too. And my dad was like, the older you get, the more scared you're going to feel to drive. That's so true. I need to start doing it. I don't want to be like an old lady. Like, That's true. Please. <laughs> my children. <laughs> and my mom's already like, my mom's already like, you're never at the house. I can't imagine how it's going to be once you actually start driving. And I'm just like, yeah. Yeah. Same. <laughs> <Dang>. Non-existent. <laughs> just my to sleep every now and then. At that point, yeah. <laughs> to um actually so you have your piercing on your nose yes. how was the process of getting a, your nose pierced how was the process mm-hmm. it was really really quick actually i think i've had it since like i was a sophomore in high school oh, wow. and i went and my mom has her nose pierced uh-huh. and, like, so i just went and she was super cool with me getting it done it didn't really hurt the healing process was it irritating or i did get like maybe one tiny little bubble one time mm-hmm. like i remember one time it i kept like Pushing it up and down, pushing it up and down when I got it. And then mm. but by doing that, the friction made like a little tiny bubble come up and then I had to like pop it. And that oh, was the nice. only like issue that I had with healing it. Besides from that, it healed pretty easily. And like washing your face in that area was never complicated or? It wasn't that bad, no. Okay. Not that I remember, it was so long ago. I think my belly button was a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. It, like, it healed well, like my body didn't reject it, thank God. I would have been so scared. Oh man. But I think cleaning that piercing was a lot more difficult because yeah. I have like a little buncita, you know, like a little <laughs> belly, and then like you have to like get like a shot glass and like <laughs> wiggle. <laughs> you have to like wiggle your belly button. <laughs> <laughs> I love belly button piercings though. They're complicated to deal with. Like piercing, well, the healing process of them can be. I feel like the bigger the piercing, the worse that it is. Yeah. So especially if you get like those implants, like those are so bad. Which one? Which one? Like they actually put the like the pier. Well, there's some where you can get it inside, like underneath the surface of your skin. Some people have that, or there's ones where like say for example on your neck, like on the sides, you can see the ball, but there's like a a needle something through. Yeah, or like in their faces, they like have it. I don't know how they do it, but I guess they like dig a little bit of skin in and they put it in there, and like you just see the surface of the piercing, but. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's not possible. Yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah. think I can do those. It's almost like a little surgery, mm-hmm. like, like the way they do it. Yeah, no. and I don't think they numb or the area or anything. Mm-hmm. I'm not I sure. Would cry. Yeah, what would they do? I'm not sure what they would oh, do. Like cream. Maybe cream. Yeah. Oh, God. I sometimes I feel like I have a high tolerance for pain, and then sometimes I feel like I don't. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know? The situations. Depending on the situation. Like I have, brave I need to be. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 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 I have tattoos, and I would love to get more, and so on and so forth. I'm down for piercings yeah. or nothing, but going to the doctor to get a shot. It's oh my scary. God. It's oh scary. My God. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I'm judging, but at the same time, I haven't gotten a shot in so long that I'm like, I probably would be scared of getting a shot again. Oh, like. Yeah. Same. I had a shot recently, actually. I got the flu shot, and she's like, you're due for one. And I was like, no. And she's like, yes. I was like, no. And then she did it, and I was like, oh, that's it? Like, it literally, I didn't feel it at all. She's like, that's the best response I've ever gotten. I was seeing, like, the 
those videos of the kids where they're like gonna get their shot and they're like, it looks like they're passing out. And like, <laughs> Dude, one so time mean. I did pass out because I remember, oh my god, I was so little. I was like in fifth grade probably. Yeah. And it was like a line of people and I was just like, ooh, let me see these people so I can prepare, so I can be ready. And everybody was just like, alright, cool. And by the time Mike turned, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> Michelle Salazar. That's M I C H E L L E S A L A Z A R. The one and only. I made my Instagram when I was like 12. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, so I was able to get my name before like anyone else. Good. That's so literally. Nice. Yeah, because now it's kind of hard to yeah. get the original names. You have to like add extra letters, do a tweet. It's not even my name anymore. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, Watching. Hope you like yes. it, like and subscribe, yes. and see you next week. Bye. 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 <laughs> 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 this is like a very 